Hey! Hey! We are so excited to be here today to start our first podcast for the Two Pushy Dames. So we're not going to talk about how long it took us to figure out how to get our equipment to work. We're just going to get right into it. Yeah, no, it was really quick. <laughs> no, it, it took a long time because we're on the old side and um, we're trying to figure out technology. So good thing we had a 20-something to help us out. And a glass of wine already, and it's oh, yeah. not dark out yet, but yeah. that's okay. No, the wine definitely helps. The wine makes it all a little smoother when we all have our millennial to help us. So anyway, so why are we here, Kath? Why yeah, are we doing this? And why this? are we, who are the two pushy dames? Um, so yeah. I'm Kathy Gallo, and my other pusher over here. <laughs> I'm Leanne Susie, and we have been working together for about, oh God, almost 30 years now. Yeah, I think I was wicked pregnant with Michael, my son. Yes, you were very large, by the I way. I was massive. I could barely <laughs> move when Leanne and I worked together. So it's been 28 years that yes, we've known each other. 28. That's amazing. So yeah, so we've been working together for a long time. We have been talking about doing something on this idea for a very long time as well. So we're excited to finally launch and get this going. So we are early childhood professionals. We've worked in the field for a combined, what, like 70 years, I think. I think so. Um, Leanne's not as old as me, and she'll let you know that, I'm sure. But oh, I'm glad to tell We brought you. her along very young. <laughs> so um, we feel really passionately about the field of early childhood education, and we're really worried about the way things are heading nowadays for our young kids. Yeah, I mean, you're not kidding. It's crazy. We keep saying hashtag push back on the push down, and that is because really and truly ever since No Child Left Behind Act was put in place, you could see the push, 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 push of academics down on younger kids. And to be quite honest, kids are still kids, and they need to be kids. And we're stealing kids' childhoods is what we're doing um, by pushing down and making them do academics and expecting them to do worksheets and papers that are not developmentally appropriate at all for them. So we're kind of pissed about that. I'm pissed. I'm mad. Um, and we go into more and more programs and we hear people say, you know, but the parents want, the parents want. And we keep telling them, you know, you're the professional. You know what's best for children. We know parents want the best for their children, but do they really understand what is best for children and what stages they go through and the important part of their development that they need to play and explore? And it's, it's scary. You know, I think early childhood, and just in case you're not aware of this, early childhood is like birth to about age five to eight. So little kids, before they go to elementary school, babies, you know, yeah. we start in utero, really, um, with development. But I say all the time, I think early childhood education is the only profession that everybody else thinks they can tell you how to do it. Mm -hmm. And they don't have a clue. Right. Sometimes. So I'll say, you know, if the parent at your program at your child care facility is a nurse or a radiologist, would you go to her job and say, hey, I think you need to, like, rescan that or mm -hmm. let me help you stitch that wound right oh you're an accountant oh i don't think you added that up correctly yeah i mean we do nobody it all tells the time. anybody else how to do their job but early childhood teachers are always being scrutinized by others not only parents and parents i don't want you to get the wrong idea especially if you're a parent we know you want what's best for your child and we know how difficult it is for you to leave them with somebody else all day but but trust your trust your educator. Yeah, trust and, your child's and teacher. let's make the point of I went to preschool two days a week, and I think it was four, you went to preschool nine to eleven two days a week. Yes, I, I never did. went to preschool. You never went to preschool. I never I never went to kindergarten. Oh my god! See, we are old, but we but, are. But you know what? We learned okay. I mean, we both fine. have master's degrees. Yeah, we, we teach. We know at our colors. We, come on, yeah. like we made it through and we survived. And it's just you know crazy to think that kids are different than when we were little. Exactly. Kids really are kids. I said. 
out in the backyard playing with ants while my mother hung clothes on the line. And I'm going to sound wicked old. I sound more <laughs> Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I'm not afraid of ants. But I didn't go to kindergarten, and I, I learned fine. Right. I socialized fine. I got along fine. Nowadays, it's just pressure, pressure, pressure. And God knows we didn't have iPads and all that crap. Oh, the technology is a whole other yeah. deal. But really and truly, if you look at other countries as well, children do not learn how to read and write until about six years old. Or that's, seven, that's, yep. that's a stage that they go through, that they're ready to understand it. Yep. And if you know anything about Piaget, you'd understand that, that that is when children are ready to do that. And what we do is we just keep pushing them. And what we have is kids that are burnt out when they get to kindergarten, burnt out. We have kids stressed. We have kids with anxiety. We have kids on medication. And it's amazing and scary to me that that's where we're at today. Yeah, they should be joyful. Mm-hmm. They should be muddy and dirty and happy and smiling and can't wait to go to school. And instead, we have kids that are saying they have tummy aches and don't want to go and they have separation issues and other kinds of things happening because there's too much pressure on them. Yeah. And with our real jobs that we go to every day, um, yeah, we, do. <laughs> we do have real jobs. We do have real jobs. We go in and out of programs all the time. And let me tell you something. Those kids are being made to sat to sit, to sat. They're being made to sit and they're being made... you know, to do work that they're not capable of doing, nor should they be doing. They should be playing and exploring and having a good time. And not to mention kids that are overdiagnosed with ADHD when in fact they just need to go out and run around. They need to play. Yeah. We're limiting recess time. We're having some program, some school systems and programs have you know recess for 20 minutes a day, and that's it. How 20 minutes—that's a long time. What are you kidding me? How can kids be able to sit all for six hours straight? Not to mention they're scoffing down their lunch because they want to get outside and get, be able to play. So the yep. lunch time's even cut down. And if they're and not quiet going down the good. stairs to the playground, they have to go back to the cafeteria. <laughs> that's a brilliant move. Whoever yes. thought that was a smart idea is pretty stupid. And use their walking feet. And then again. And the other big thing is kids that don't behave, what ends up happening is they're against the fence during recess. Or when they go outside, they have to stay in with the principal or whatever they're doing. And what they really need is to run around and run yeah. off that energy Who's, so they can make it through the rest of the day. Who is the smart person that came up with that idea? Because that makes no mm-hmm. sense. Get those kids moving. But anyway, yep. we are obviously passionate because we're starting to get all red in the face. But we are passionate about um, early might childhood. Be the wine, Leah. <laughs> yeah, it could be the wine. <laughs> But yeah, we're passionate about this and we just want to make sure that people understand what early childhood is and the importance of childhood and the importance of children being able to play and explore and just have have their childhood back. Let's get childhood back because that's important. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, um, we we talk a lot about pushy, pushy and why do we come up with the name pushy dames? But we feel like that academic pushdown, we live in Massachusetts, if you couldn't tell with our accent. Somebody said we had an accent, and I yeah. laughed. I'm like, what are you talking about? How smart are you? <laughs> People like when we say smart. Um, but we're in Massachusetts. We have a high-stakes test for kids that starts in third or fourth grade, and kids can't graduate from high school with a diploma if they don't pass on upon exit from high school and other steps along the way. And I think what they did is they made kindergarten the new first grade, or maybe even preschool now is the new first grade. Kindergarten's probably like fifth grade, for Mm -hmm. crying out loud. And it's absolutely insane because kids are not developmentally ready for the rigor that they expect them to be ready for. And then they're misdiagnosed. They have all these issues. And it's just a bunch of crap and bull. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. And, you know, it's it, it's re- really interesting, too. As a parent, I mean, you want the best for your kid. I remember when I was pregnant with my first kid, and I bought a Harvard sweatshirt before she was even born. And, you know, you have all these high expectations, and you want the best for them. But now, I, I mean... You, 
I just cannot even believe the expectations that parents are putting on their own kids. I mean, you really and truly need to sit back and let them enjoy childhood. When you think about your life, the childhood that you have is so minimal as far as years and time. And so that innocence is gone so quickly, especially today, um, that I think we need to treasure it and we're not treasuring it. We're not valuing it. We're not respecting it. We're not treasuring childhood. And we need to. We need to go back to doing that. Absolutely. You're you're 100% correctly. And she's always right, by the way. I oh, said no, there and I, I nod know. my head. Yeah, no. Yep, yep, yep. That's good. No, I don't um, think so. <laughs> I know, but, but we feel like it's important to get the word out, and we're at a place now. And I said, once you turn, once Leanne turned fifty, man, <laughs> I had a few years, ahead, several years ahead of her. But few. She her filter came off like it just it is. flew out the window. Get sick of it. And now she's like, this is a bunch of crap, and I'm going to tell them no, and they shouldn't be doing this. And we, it, I think we need to kind of rally everybody who cares about young children. To, to say, you know, that worksheet that they came home with is meaningless. I'd rather have them come home with muddy, muddy, mud under their fingernails. Or or that report card. I can't oh, stand that they get report cards. Preschoolers Police. and toddlers get report cards now. Terrible. What you is know, going kids on? Kids should come home happy and smiling and not have that kind of pressure. This is, we're, we're doing this right now in October. If your kid's coming home with a pumpkin that's perfectly cut with a bunch of triangle eyes, that means some teacher stayed up last night and cut mm -hmm. all that stuff out and told your kid where to glue it. Right, and that's that, called a craptivity we, as far as we're concerned. Yeah, there, there's another <laughs> podcast we'll put in the books, but we talk about, they're not activities, we call them craptivities. You know, children should be free to express and explore and create and be innovative and not not just follow directions and listen to the adult and they need to they need to be actively engaged in their learning. Yep. And when you ask a child to pick up a piece of paper, throw it away and get in line, guess what? That's a three step direction right there. So you can assess children in whether or not they follow directions or, you know, things that they're capable of doing. You can do that in a fun manner, in a yep. in a productive manner, not yep. just by seeing if they can cut out a leaf and stick it on a tree in a certain spot. That's not okay. So yeah, I mean, we are passionate. So that's where the pushy comes in because we're so passionate and we're excited to be getting this going because we really and truly just, we need to spread the word. And more and more, we need to see out there the information that's best for children, not what's not best for children. Exactly. So some of the things you can expect from us, I mean, we you can go to our Two Pushy Dames website, T-W-O, PushyDames.com. Uh, and see what we have there. We do training, we do consulting, we can do some video coaching because we did mention we do have full-time jobs. This is kind of, this is our passion and maybe this will be what can help us retire someday because yeah. state service might not be that great for Again, us. Again, anything related to early childhood, there is no retirement for that. So that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's another problem with our field. We're not, early educators are not seen as, seen as professionals and right. our field is really not seen as a profession. It's a field and, and that's wrong, but that's another podcast. That is another podcast, video. but if you're in the field, make sure that you push the fact that you're not a babysitter. I mean, we don't sit on babies as they say, but yep. we're not babysitters and you know something you've been trained obviously if you're yep. in a state that requires training you have been trained yep. so and and education is even more important than training we we do both but education is so critical that people just continue to learn i we saw something the other day and just said yeah you know what every child deserves a teacher who's a learner mm -hmm. we all need to keep learning and growing and getting better at what we do but 
Um, and children also deserve to have someone walk in the room and be happy and smiling when they see them because what we're seeing is a lot of, you know, basically people down in the dumps who are working with kids, first of all, because of the pay, the respect, the, you know, the attitudes from parents sometimes. So we really do need to build ourselves. And the community at large. It's, yeah. I don't want to, please don't think we're bashing parents. We are parents. We've been parents. Right. Our kids all went to the same preschool, as a matter Actually, of fact, yeah, at different times and different years. And none of them did a worksheet. No, um, and they're all pretty successful, happy people, and that's what we want yeah, for our kids. Yeah, they're, they're, all, they're all great. They managed. Um, they didn't sit for calendar time nope. to find out how many days are in October when they were three because yeah. it didn't make sense to them. Right, they weren't know? writing out checks, needing to know the date, right? I mean, well, Maybe why? they were making doctor's appointments, you know? <laughs> know. Like, hey, Mom, why I'm going to call and make a doctor's appointment. Give yeah. me the calendar. Tell me why kids need no. to know the date. Kids need to know whether it's <laughs> raining or sunny and if they should put a sweater on or, or boots or something. That's what they need to know Exactly. when they're three. But again, make sure you, I mean, you need to be, bring some respect to the field yourself. So, you know, be a professional, learn more, keep learning, be a lifelong learner, because that's important too. Totally agree. Yeah. Um, so we don't want to bore you to death because we're going to have a whole bunch of podcasts mm-hmm. for you to listen to. Um, but check us out on Facebook at Two Pushy Dames. Yep. At TWO. Check us out on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, get away from politics on Twitter and come and listen to what's really important out there. Right. Um, that's also Two Pushy Dames. And Instagram, we're getting rolling Imagine what the name of that is. <laughs> Two pushy dames. And there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, we'll, we'll come to you if you have an interest. We are happy to go out and do some work and spread the wealth about what which is and isn't good for kids. Some of our topics are about working with challenging children who have challenging behaviors, uh, children and families who have experienced trauma. Mm-hmm. We expressive have arts. expressive arts and no craptivities. STEM, so science, technology, engineering, and math, and we throw the arts in there as well. Mm-hmm. We do some things on um, just basically what's developmentally appropriate and what's okay for kids. And and more than anything, if you just hashtag push back on the push down, mm-hmm. if you're out there in social media world and you see things that are meaningful for kids, push back on the push down. Mm-hmm. And no more of this thinking that four-year-olds should be acting like they're seven. Yep. Nope, because we're not going to expect a nine-month-old to be driving a car. So let's not expect you know four-year-olds to be able to read the Harry Potter series. Some can, but let's not expect. But it doesn't it. mean it's it's what we should be expecting. <laughs> right. So, hey, thanks for listening to us. Yeah, thank you. We are excited about this. We're going to have a lot more to come. So. You know, and on thanks. our website, you'll see a lot of our videos and and vlogs and things, and we'll be adding more to that all the time. We probably should have done a video today because we both look kind of cute. This I know we're hiding behind a microphone. <laughs> Although we have a, I I certainly have a body for microphone more than, more <laughs> than video that. and um, again there may be some swear words so be careful when you if you play this out loud in oh, your car and you're driving around with kids <laughs> oh shit i didn't think about that <laughs> so yeah be, be aware of the language that's all sometimes because yeah. we the pushiness turns into passion and the passion turns into you know swear words it's crude the, the boston crude, girl crude behavior. Yeah. yeah well anyway. there you go um so anyhow thanks for listening thank we'll, you we'll talk to you soon yeah